Hello, folks, and welcome to uh, a new game show. Uh, I'm your host, Glenn Fleischman. Um, you might be a fan of other incomparable game shows like Low Definition, or Turns Out, or Inconceivable, or Random Pursuit. Those shows are great. Well, this isn't any of them. This is Click Through. This is not Number Wang. Wikipedia turns out to have a random article feature, the modern equivalent of flipping through encyclopedia articles when you were a kid, only if the encyclopedia were written by a combination of the world's greatest minds and flat-earth conspiracy theorists. In this game, I've spent a fair amount of time with Random Colon Special, the page that lets you see random entries from Wikipedia, and weeded out impossible categories, the endless numbers of moths and beetles, and stuff that's too general to be interesting. We probably don't need to answer questions about the hospitality industry. I'll be asking panelists for answers based on these entries, with points awarded on a scale from 1 to 10, depending on how close to accurate they are, and how well I can keep track of what's being said, and arbitrary things like the phase of the moon. It's all for fun. We'll play to 100. We might play to 45 minutes. We're going to see where this game leads us. Now, if enough people latch on to a topic, we'll click through, hence the name of the show, and drop down the rabbit hole to follow links to ask even more questions until we hit a dead end. Uh, speaking of which, did you know I played the White Rabbit in a full costume during the summer in outdoor community theater? No pictures survive, thankfully. I uh, I knew that. How many points is that worth? You get uh, negative points. We're going to start in the negative zone. There are no pictures. No one would know. Uh, but let me. The introduce... funny thing is that it was for some reason in the Odd Couple. Let me enter. That was the amazing. That's really good. It wasn't a production of Harvey. You're right. Uh, so so everyone's already getting with the spirit because in this game, anyone can answer any question. That's what we're going to try. First person to start talking. <laughs> Even ones you don't ask. We'll get precedent. Uh, that was. You don't get any points for asking me. Thirty seven. So let me introduce the panelists after all of this nonsense and me explaining how this game that's never been played before might work. Uh, Kathy Campbell, uh, th thank you for joining us and thank you for helping to test this game. You are very welcome. Let's just point out Kathy won the test game. Monty Ashley, yes. uh, there may be Victorian trivia in this game. And if so, I will call upon you to uh, provide elucidation. Delightful. Elucidation excellent. is at the ready. Uh, excellent. Dan Morin, um, uh I don't know what's going to be specialized here for you, but you'll find things to know. I, I know a little bit of everything. That's good. That's a good strategy. And Is it? it well, uh, <laughs> it doesn't get you the big Who knows? Money, I guess, Let's find I, out. I've, I've been trying my whole life, and I haven't found the gold, the gold yet. Uh, and Brian Hamilton, uh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, but there will be no breakfast questions today. Oh, darn it. Is Rabbit Hole the sister city of Wookiee Hole? It's, oh, I never thought about that. Yes, but it's spelled R-A-A-B-Y-T-E, of course. Uh, so what we're going to do is it's not going to be exactly rounds. I'm going to, we're going to go through topics. I'm going to read off the topic unless it's an answer, in which case I will give you some background, uh, that will help you maybe figure out the topic and maybe you'll get points for even guessing what the page is called. But, uh, all right. You ready? As ready as you can be. Yes. Sure. All right. Here we go. Okay. Wedding anniversary is the, t is the page title. Now, you know, wedding anniversaries, uh, have a lot of celebrations associated with them. Can anyone name any of the traditional gifts given? You can also name the actual anniversary, but you shout them out and I'll add points. The first gold. Tin. Silver. Paper. Tin. We have Paper. wood. 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 Cotton. Platinum. Uh, gold. Silver. Diamond. That's a lot of good ones there. Uh, uh we. Emerald. Yeah. Emerald <laughs> is on the list. Yes. Um, Silver. Flowers, probably. Flowers. Rock. Are like flowers are not. Well, I'm sorry. You actually can give flower gifts, but you'd have to specify Mar specific. Marble. Flowers. Marble. 
There is no marble. There is no marble. Rose. Well, are we going traditional Whoa. or modern? Uh, Anything on the list, which is a it's a long list. There's some fascinating things in this list too. Uh, weed ja- whacker. The weed whacker. That's the uh, <laughs> traditional divorce uh, uh, anniversary. I, uh, a tin is one. Aluminium. Uh, Tin? Yeah, I like that. Uh, Let's just go down the uh, alum- aluminium is on the list. Carbon, carbon, helium, uranium, boron, boron. That was Einstein's least. Steel. The Mercury stainless gift. steel. Uh, steel is all right. I'm going to cut off answers now. I think we did pretty well there. Steel is a gift. I think I counted a number of answers from a number of people. What about a DVD of the movie Steel? <laughs> steel magnolias, <laughs> also a traditional wedding gift. Man uh, of. So we're going to, let's move on. So, um, you're saying we should steal a gift. I like it. (laughs) That's what I heard. Frugal. Uh, so this is, now we're doing a serious topic. This is the Mm. 1998 Eskridge car crash, which I don't expect anyone to remember by name. This is a, uh, famous car crash though, which occurred in Japan. Can anyone tell me anything about why a car crash in Japan would be something that we remember 20 years later? The car fell through the air. No, it's a, unfortunately it's kind of a serious. It's actually there's it's a, there was a um, there was oh a, okay so no jokes is what you're saying death involved in this. I'll give you that. Was clear. it the first one that was driven like by remote control? No, it was a car. You know, it's a car crash. I, this might be too obscure, but I wondered. It's 20 years ago. This was a car crash. Uh, it happened in Okinawa. Is that Randall Eskridge uh, in a, caused a fatal hit and run uh, crash and killed a Japanese high school student, and this uh, dramatically changed America's relationship with Japan. So, all right, that was too serious. Let's move on mm. to Dutch people. Dutch people. Uh, <laughs> are you implying that they are not serious? The Dutch people are uh, they're um, very th- uh, not thrifty. What's the right word? They're very clever. They <laughs> have to decide on your stereotype. That's right. uh, they are. Um, <laughs> let me think what they are. They have. Um, all right. So uh, what? So, uh, so we're talking about the Dutch people. The uh, more general term is uh, Netherlanders, which refers to the entire uh, group of people who live in the Netherlands. So what are uh, languages that are commonly spoken in? Uh, the Netherlands, Dutch, Dutch. Dutch. English, German, Flemish. French. No, no, I mean Flemish. languages. Austrian. Flemish is good. All right, I think Monty got Flemish there. Kathy didn't get Dutch. All right. Um, does anybody know uh, why uh, the term Dutch, where it came from? It's uh, uh, Deutsch. German. Yeah, it's, Deutsch. Yeah, some kind of corruption. Well, not corruption. It's a different pronunciation of the thing. It's a West Germanic language. All right. So, got a couple points. Well, there's there. a lot of mobsters named Dutch somebody, and they were all German. They That's played right. a lot of double ah. Dutch. <laughs> they should play half as much double Dutch as everyone else. Here's a uh, here's a question. I don't remember why I included this one, but I'm going to read it out anyway because it's amusing. Herbert Eisner, a British-German scientist, his work led to high-expansion firefighting foam. And I knew I had a thought here, but I don't remember now. So we're going to move on for there. <laughs> You're really foaming it in. Fire Glenn. extinguisher. It Is it a fire it. extinguisher? Uh, for some reason, I have an entry for a Slovenian jazz singer. I think that's when Anche Tomic plays the game, so we're going to move on from there. Uh, all right, so I know there are fans of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and uh, its spinoff shows. Can anyone uh, provide a synopsis of the episode called Belonging from Season 2? That is the episode where Buffy... Having run away and become a waitress in Los Angeles, no, decides no, to go oh, home. Uh, the story, the series Angel, season two. Oh, 
Well, well that kind of my answer stands. <laughs> Dan, I'm going to give you a point and then I, for it's being probably active. one of those episodes where Cordelia wanted to quit, then decided, no, this is my real family, and stuck around. Uh, pretty close. I'm going to give you uh, several points for that because uh, that was that was pretty close. Uh, can anyone name memorable episodes of Angel? Were there memorable episodes of Angel? Yes, uh, right. the one where they all turned to Muppets, which I can't remember the name of. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, the one where Angel broods moodily um, because he has a heart. The one where they trick him into being Angelus again. The one where yes. that happens. Yes. The finale. These are, I remember these the are, finale. Ironically, these are friends' titles. <laughs> That's right. The one where uh, the one where Angel discovers a decomposing body and gets Emily Deschanel to help him out. Oh, yeah, nice. that ran for That's many years. Good. The one where he joins the Navy SEALs, <laughs> but he's still a vampire. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, let's move on to a show that um, I'm going to see if anybody can remember what this show is. I'm trying to figure out which way to do it. It's a TV show. It was on the air a few years ago uh, on cable TV. Um, let's uh, let's go this direction. So the show is called Hot in Cleveland. It was a TV yes. Land original sitcom. It got a little bit of attention. It did not run for super long. It ran for a few seasons. Uh, can anyone tell me who was in the show Hot in Cleveland? Betty White, Jane yeah. Leaves. Uh, Wendy Malick, and oh, there's another lady. The in other there. one, oh. and the rest, and the rest. I, That's yeah. three. I ought to give you. T- I'm going to give you eight points, even though you should get ten for getting three of the four. The fourth person was Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, That's right. Right. Shout, right. shout out! What other show is Valerie Bertinelli best known for? Rhoda. No, no, it's, it's, uh, it's one day at a time. All right, here we go. You're my age, Monty. You should know that. <laughs> uh, let's see. So uh, Valerie Bertinelli was born in Wilmington, Delaware. Um, there must be a fact about Wilmington, Delaware that someone could share. It's the largest city in Delaware. Uh, Is it? All right, fair. That's true. It's the smallest city. Joe Biden went to University of Delaware. Oh, that's good. I like that. I've been to Wilmington, Delaware. <laughs> you've been there. If you've been there, do you get points for having been to the Worth location? The, the, the fact state. you said the, the fact I have been there. That, that is, is a, a fact. fact. <laughs> that is a fact. I have bought two of my iPhones in Delaware to avoid taxes. You There's a famous painting of George Washington crossing the entire state in one night. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's uh, is Delaware is where all the credit card companies hang out. Oh, I like that. that's a good fact. That's a good fact. I like that. Yeah, because it's it's also a great state to have. Like a business then. start a business, yeah, because taxes are special. <laughs> anyway, uh, this section was brought to you by the Delaware Council. <laughs> the Del- that's right, we need sponsors, and we got Delaware one. is mentioned in the movie Wayne's World when they say we're in Delaware. Oh, right. can we come up with a fake slogan for the Delaware Council now? <laughs> it's uh, all right. Let's move first on. First in move states, on. last in people's attention. This Delaware, is, you want to be? We're gonna crawl out of that. <laughs> Uh, that rabbit hole because I've got a, another here's the next random thing that came up that made any sense uh, it's uh, let's see I'm going to go about it this way a uh, movie called The Pretty One 2013 who was in this film um, did anyone The see Pretty it? One does anyone does anyone even recall the film I do not remember this movie at nope, all nope never heard of it me neither I don't nope um, it apparently grows uh, Emily Blunt uh, no that's a really good guess you get a point for that because it's not oh, right. Yeah. Oh, it's, thank you. Because uh, Zoe Kazan was in it, which I think is a good guess to say Emily Blunt. Um, it grossed $13,769. Uh, 
But it has Zoe Kazan, Jake Johnson, not split hairs, Kathy, Ron Livingston, and two Ron Livingston. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's got a, a surprisingly um, Danny Pudi. I mean, it's got a surprising cast. So I don't know what the deal was. Uh, it was not very good. It sounds like I guess <laughs> yeah. not. But the marketing was terrible. I mean, the marketing none is of us terrible. Have ever heard of it? Uh, Zoe Kazan. Is, of course, real, is it huh? a theatrical movie or like a Lifetime movie? It was. Uh, it was released in the the theater but it's very the, odd. one theater one probably <laughs> in the theater lifetime movies gross in anything? cleveland theater it says it says it was in released. Delaware. uh it's a very but it's very confusing it should have grossed you'd think that if it was in like a few theaters but just the cast alone would have brought in you know their friends would have brought in more than thirteen thousand dollars uh but zoe kazan knew that it was around let's let's go down the uh, rabbit hole with zoe kazan because she's a terrific actress and uh, swell person seems like and uh, so uh, what other films do you recall because um, Ruby S- Ruby Sparks very good yeah um, was she the one in uh, the big sick that's correct that's right uh, which has done very well very interesting film I can't all right I'm out think of what <laughs> she looks like so I didn't even I'm... have that much I know about the big sick though can you tell me who her grandfather was? Ilya Kazan. Ilya Kazan. Right, I'm going to give both to Monty and to... No, I, I came in after him. I know, but, that's, but you didn't... It's but clear. The points giving, are arbitrary. I'm giving points. Yes. The points are arbitrary if I think that you didn't come say it because someone else said it. No, so um, I'm telling you, I definitely did. Oh, because he said it? Oh, my God. Yes. That's hilarious. You're so honest. You're such an honest person. Uh, How many points do I get for that? Uh, <laughs> you get the uh, pleasure of your existence. Uh, what? Okay. what is Ilya Lesson Kazan's learned. relationship to the movie Kazam? Kazam is um, <laughs> just as real as that movie is what I think is the uh, correct answer. Uh, so a book came out in, uh, what year was it even? 2015. A book called The Bassoon King, My Life in Art, Faith, and Idiocy. Who wrote this book? Steve Martin. No. Patrick McHale. No. Uh, John Bassoon. John Bassoon. Bob oh, Saget. Uh, Vidal Bassoon. Oh, there's the first Bob Saget. <laughs> uh, it was Rain Wilson. This is oh. his uh, coming of age memoir talking about. Uh, I would have called it. It's it's raining man. Oh my gosh, that's, that's fun that's fact. Rain Wilson is Baha'i. My friend is in the Baha'i Church and has met Rain Wilson a, a few times. I'm giving you a point for oh, that. Oh, that that's would make sense good. then. Why? I walked past about. him at the on the steps of the Hotel Del Coronado during one San Diego Comic Con. Oh, I, I rescind my point to Monty. <laughs> I was going to ask. I was going to ask. Do you know where Rain Wilson is from? Delaware. Uh. <laughs> no, no, it's from Seattle. That's why I wonder. I wonder Monty was going. Oh. So. Oh. Uh, he's a famous person, of course, uh, known for. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't say. Is a famous person. Uh, he's known for his portrayal of a role in The Office. Everyone shout out the character's name, maybe? Dwight. 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 All right. Going to give points all around for that. And uh, so who was the person who created The Office in England? Ricky, Ricky Gervais. 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 Yeah. That's, wow. It's like some simultaneous. Ricky Gervais. <laughs> I must be delayed. Which Ray Wilson is in the new Star Trek too? This, and which incomparable oh. panelist went to high school with two other stars at the office? No, who is it? You? It was me. My God, that's which which two? <laughs> uh, John Krasinski and B.J. Novak. That is hilarious. Cool. I did not know that. That's very good, Glenning. 
Uh, they are one year older than I am. Marini. I think I could have gotten Forever. that if I'd thought about it. That's right. Yeah. They, I would have given you points, money, if you'd gotten it. Uh, <laughs> I give points for posing and answering a question about me. <laughs> this, this takes us, you don't get points for it. This takes us back to uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, of course, because uh, which uh, doesn't that have a connection to uh, our good friend Joe Biden? Isn't he, in yes. fact, uh, was born there, I believe, right? He's born oh. in Scranton. You're yeah. the one with Wikipedia. So I've given you, that's right, given you a, a <laughs> Yeah, fact. if we look it up, that seems like cheating. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Uh, can you name anything else that Scranton might be known for? The uh, Woodlands Inn and Resort, where I stayed with uh, my family for a family reunion once. Oh, I'm going to get You get a point for that. That's good. I'm going to say there was a famous mob killing there. Was there? There's a train museum. Um, there is... Uh, they have a, a local news station that has a train in the background in the garden. That's right. <laughs> Which and anybody uh, who watches John Oliver's John show Oliver just delivered a, a gigantic one. Oh, that's yeah. great. Then I want to protest this outrageous East Coast bias. All right, we're gonna. Get, I know. Hey, Where's my Rain West Wilson? Coast love? Um, excuse right, me. Gonna... Where is everybody except me and Dan right now? <laughs> <laughs> West, West Coast. Coast, Best Coast. Every half pe- half of the team. All right, let's do our uh, since since the game has already been underway for an indeterminate amount of time, uh, <laughs> about twenty minutes. Let's do our midterm. Let's do a check in and scores. Uh, Dan is leading with thirty two. Uh, Monty twenty four. Brian eleven and Kathy seven. Kathy, I don't know. I know. It's, it's the Where's randomness. I, it, it's got to be the randomness, you know. But I came here to win, which means I'm going to lose. So I'm ready. That's Let's um, do that. Kathy. You and I can team up to make a Slurpee. Ooh, yay! I love Slurpees. That's <laughs> don't make your own Slurpees. All right, here's a here's a Western <laughs> here's a Western question. That's a clue. Uh, where is Marshall's Hotel located? Uh, in the store, Marshall's. <laughs> I need a buzzer. Sacramento, uh, California, also known as oh, I like it. The Firehole Hotel. Later, does that tell you more? Uh, uh, Chicago, San Francisco, uh, Orange County. Uh, let's see, San Diego. What else can I tell you? It's in Bend, Wy- Oregon. It's in Wyoming, and Wyoming, Jackson, Jackson. Wyoming's Hole. not west. Jackson Hole, Cheyenne, or Casper? Uh, no, it's Yellowstone <laughs> National Park. It's uh, oh, first public you accommodations. Know what? I almost said that because I've been to Yellowstone Park, and, and it sounded really familiar. Firehole River Geyser basins. I wonder if the Firehole River is on fire, or is it just a name? You don't want to get your fire hole and Wookiee hole mixed up. Oh my God! The shame no. hole, the fire hole, the Wookiee hole. We've got a lot. That of sounds holes in this painful. Show. The rabbit hole. The rabbit this hole. Oh have, my this God! This show does have a lot of holes. This is a show. <laughs> oh, oh my! Uh, Bad Glenn's kids. Whoosh, sorry, Glenn's kids. Uh, let's move on. So um, <laughs> your kids don't call them Glenn's kids. <laughs> they might. Oh, I reveal too much. I love uh, that. Wait, telephone. wait. I think this is not the real Glenn. Everybody, oh, no. take him down. That's, the, that well, that's why let, I'm let's, losing. Let's not be too hasty, Brian. Let's see whether we like this Glenn better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Kathy, you're going to like this question, but I'm not going to tell you okay. why. Uh, so this is a song which I, um, I, I've known my whole life. It came out uh, originally in 1967 on a slightly obscure album. It's been recorded by a lot of people. Joan Baez, Bobby Darin, The Four Tops, Johnny Cash, June Carter, where it went to number two in the country chart. Uh, can anyone name a song that all of these people sang and did covers of? The original ha- person. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Ha- happy birthday. No. 
Jingle I bells. feel like all of those people have done a bunch of folk songs, it's but they would true. have predated 67. This, this is, land uh, is my land. I can't tell how obscure this one is. The song was written by Tim Harden, who I don't think of as a uh, extremely well-known uh, performer. He, he died, sadly, 27 years ago. Uh, um, hmm. It's uh, But this is, I think, one of his most popular songs he's written. It's just been covered all over the place. This might be too obscure. Okay, so here's the other thing that's funny is this song, even though it was a cover for Bobby Darren, he also had an album with this name of the Beyond song. Beyond the title. Sea. These are all very good. Well, I'm going to have to give it to you. It's If I Were a Carpenter, uh, which has been recorded. You write the I thought that was... I thought that was by Karen Carpenter. No, that's a... Uh, no, why would she write that? She... Or, like, right before her marriage? <laughs> was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a song about she whether is. she was a wedding gift. ready for marriage or not. Am I ready to get married? If I were a carpenter, then... is If I were a carpenter and if I had a hammer by the same... I would... Uh, I'm really I, confused as to why I would enjoy this. Not that I didn't. I mean, it was great. Oh, but... Wait, but hold on. Was this whole like, game or the... Uh, the getting no, married the, part. The question. The question. What if that's oh, that song because Bob by... Seger, Bob Seger, uh, oh. did a cover of it. Sorry, I didn't mention that part. You know that who also make... recorded that? Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> but it was. He subjun... was a carpenter. Yeah, I don't say he wasn't subjunctive. Before says, his marriage, I was a carpenter. <laughs> Before his birth. This is some Da Vinci Code stuff. That's now. right. I like it. Uh, how about how about this? Here's a here's a rabbit hole question. Uh, Johnny Cash and June Carter. A lot of stories about them. What is the song that Johnny Cash wrote after having a dream that then he recorded with June Carter and her mother, uh, somewhat inappropriately? Ring of Fire. Yes, Bing. I'm going to give you like five points for that. It's good. It's good. The song was kind of I, about- My best guess was, I think your mother is really attractive. <laughs> no, it was, I'm married to another woman, but I'm going to go to hell to the ring of- I'm going to fall into a ring of fire, so let's get it on. Not exactly the lyrics, but kind of the intent. Close enough. Yes. Um, so uh, here we go. Next, featuring Monty the chicken barking along with <laughs> the guitar riff. Next question. The uh, so uh, this this is uh, not oh. a terribly difficult question, but I think I'll I'll bring it up anyways. Uh, this is a uh, a piece of land owned by England that is uh, definitely in an inappropriate location, according to some people. Uh, it was under siege. A 15-month-long siege lasted from 1466 until 1467. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a big place. It's very... Um, people ha- t- uh, draw pictures of it. Uh, this is like reverse Pictionary I'm playing right now. Uh, <laughs> the Rock of Gibraltar? The Rock of Gibraltar. There you go. There you go, Monty. Uh <laughs> I don't think there's many uh, things to go down that line there. But, um, okay, here's, uh, this is... Um, I'm going to give it to you straight. Yeah? Straight, straight to Gibraltar. Oh, that straight was, to Gibraltar. Oh, that's really hey. nice. Come on. Wow. If I have to explain my own jokes, then it just makes them that much funnier. It's, yeah, uh, you, you lose 10 points. Prudential <laughs> insurance. That's right. Uh, so I found this is this random entry uh, was intriguing to me because, uh, you know, there's that thing. There's one that will come up later if we get that far along where uh, someone has been in like 40,000 things. You've seen them and you would never uh, recognize them necessarily. Um, but Carrie Lizer or Lizer, I don't know how to pronounce her name, L-I-Z-E-R, uh, born 1961, American actress, writer and producer. Um, do you know, and this is a stretch, but we will go on to other questions about her. She was the creator and executive producer of what CBS sitcom? Mark and Mindy. No. No, Gary Marshall created that, and you know that. It was premiered yeah. in 20... 20- don't tell me what I don't know. Wings. <laughs> what is Wings? 
Hello, Larry. Oh, Queen's, these are all Cheers. great guesses. Three's Company. That's an NBC one. These are all fantastic. Oh. Okay, CBS has come that uh, premiered in, uh, I believe it was, uh, 2006. Oh. Whoa. Okay, that was way later. The former SNL actress. Oh, uh, 30 oh, Rock. 30 Rock. No, no. Very. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm giving you points anyway because that's good. Um, it was The New Adventures of Old Christine. Oh. And she wrote 88 oh. episodes of this show. Uh, which is pretty stunning. She's also involved with some other programs. So here's and you the know thing. what's fascinating about that, yeah. Glenn? What's that? Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus played a character with the last name Lizer on Arrested Development. That yeah. seems like some pretty deep cut stuff to do with her. I wonder if what the the story is there. That uh, was before 2006 when New Adventures of Old Christine came out. Yeah. Well, on Arrested Development, it's because she played a lawyer who Lizer ass off. Oh, I see. Oh. Like, yeah. Blah blah blah. blah. Uh, so here's my question, and I'm. Um, Let's I'm, not bring Scott Baio into this, please. This is this is a stretch, but Carrie Lizer was in a a fair number of other shows. Um, and my question, <laughs> so think of shows in the 1980s, right. 90s that everybody saw. Uh, can you guess any shows she might have been in? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Not Seinfeld. Friends. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Survivor. Mad about you, um, Will and Caroline Grace. Caroline in the City. Got Will and Grace. Bing. Let's just name long-running sitcoms. That's right. The That's Simpsons. The George Wendt Show. <laughs> the George Wendt Show. You're very... Uh, SNL. Studio no, 60. Uh, uh, one show where Bob Newhart oh. played a cartoonist. Oh, no, but you that's good. How about... Wasn't that MASH. Bob? How about... No, but how about this? One more clue. Uh, she was in two different shows in which old men played uh, detectives. Columbo. It wasn't that old. SVU. Matt Law and Order. Matt Law. Original Law. There we go. Uh, Harry Mason. Yes, Monty got it. Okay. Uh, she's in a bunch of stuff like Quantum Leap, and uh, she was in Will and Grace and was also involved. Uh, she was co-executive producer of it, and um, it's interesting. You know, one of these people. There's so many actors, and you don't know. Uh, okay, so um, uh, this uh, this gentleman lived from 1867 to 1948. He was an educator, publisher, humanitarian, and he invented a method of shorthand named for him. What was his last name? Oh, no. Oh, short. I this. Short. No, I... Ha- it's a short name. Uh, short name, shorthand. No, it is... Steno. Sure is. No. He was, that's good. He was Irish. Does that help? Uh, uh, Braille? Is it Kelly? Oh, Mally. It's no. not Kelly. I'm thinking of Kelly Girls who used it. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Cursive. Man. This is killing oh, me. Ronaldo Cursive. I thought Person you were all hate me for this It's one, literally the opposite. It's McDonald. <laughs> the, the fact that any of us even think that we know the name of a shorthand in 2017, I think, is actually fairly remarkable. Oh, I'm gonna. Know, I know this too. It was it not Pittman shorthand. Phone. Just so oh. you know, just to make sure that's clear, it was not Pittman. It was the other one we all know. All right. Oh yeah. Up? All right, Greg. His name was John Robert Greg. Yeah. It was a funny one though. I thought people would might know it because I was like, when you see it, you're thinking maybe. Um, <laughs> I got a technical question here. I don't know. I, I want to bring this up because this came up and I just started laughing because I always loved this guy's name, Jean-Louis Gaï, and it's spelled Jean uh, L-O-U-P. And he is uh, one of the inventors of a piece of software that is ridiculously uh, widely used. It's a kind of software uh, where there are a lot of patent disputes about it in the 1990s, and uh, we all use it. All the time, we don't really even think about it anymore. Can anyone remember Jean-Luc Video Gally? codec. What is an MP3 encoder? Is it disc doubling? 
I'm going to give you a point for that. It was he was the author, uh, uh, author of GZIP. He invented uh, some of the early compression code, and his name showed up all the place, all over the place in some uh, in some of the software. You'd see his name show up yeah. as uh, worked on Zlib and uh, just like Jean Louis Galli. My uh, mother worked for one of the companies that used that stuff. She uh, was a technical writer for Stack S T A C, who uh, had to sue Microsoft after some very suspiciously similar software showed up in Windows. I think. <laughs> oh, I remember nice. that. Delightful history. Uh, the uh, Westfield Ricartan, uh, formerly known as the Ricartan Mall, is a large retail complex in the Christchurch, New Zealand suburb of Ricartan. What do you know about Christchurch, New Zealand? I had an earthquake. That's, that's there are the kangaroos. One. It's not very well That's named. where Lord of the Rings was filmed. In I don't Zealand, think there are kangaroos, actually. I don't know if there are kangaroos. Shh. It's Australia. Of course there's kingdoms. No, no, New Zealand. It's not Australia. Australia. There's a Hogwarts song about it. <laughs> Literally. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> as sheep. As I'm more sheep. It has more sheep than people. Yes. More sheep than people? Well, in Christchurch? Specifically. New Zealand I mean, and New Zealand, Zealand pretty much. So. I'll yeah. give you that. It's a big city. Uh, let's see. Uh, this was, I just uh, mentioned this in passing. I'm, I'm going to mention a few things that were just sort of hilarious where it's, um, the, the number of things are so huge, there's no possible way. But Paul Wiegert is a Canadian astronomer about my age who discovered a lot of minor planets. And there are a lot of minor planets these days. So this long list of things like, you know, I could ask you questions about 2011 YQ sub 65, but I think we all, uh, we might pass those. Um, However, I wonder if you know the name of any of the uh, most popular, uh, besides Pluto, of any of the uh, most popular small planets or dwarf planets. Eris. Eris, Sedna, Ceres. Yeah. I got him out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That was three. I know there's between eight and 11 of them, something like that. Well, yeah, there's... uh... Sleepy, Dopey, Doc, (laughs) Happy, Grumpy... (laughs) It's tricky because now there's Barium. more. If you there's a lot of uh, he discovered uh, eighty four minor planets. There's now, uh, but there's that's different than dwarf planets, I think too. Uh, all right, Kenny Loggins, American singer songwriter. We're going all over the place. The whole point of this game should be called Whiplash, maybe instead of Rabbit Hole. Uh, <laughs> he recorded a song. Uh, this might be a stretch too. I I remember this song, but I'm old, uh, and it was. Um, uh, uh, the debut album by Loggins and Messina had a song that was written as a gift for his brother for the birth of his brother's son. Um, and Anne Murray uh, did a recording that we t- that uh, made the top 10 in 1972. I don't know how popular this song is, but it was known at the time. Or any Kenny Loggins facts. Da- Danger Zone. Yeah, Danger Zone was all I had. <laughs> Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The song is called Danny's Song. Kind of uh, That's very close to Danger Zone. Yeah, Danny's, Danny's Song. Danger Zone. <laughs> it's actually spe- shares a lot of letters. to the, the Danny, Danny Song. Danny song. <laughs> uh, Eddie Fisher, a timely person. Uh, who, which, which people was he married to in his life? Carrie Reynolds. Not Carrie. No, no, he wasn't married to Carrie. Oh, that's right. He was married father. to Debbie. I hope not. It was just <laughs> Not married. Oh, man. That was a real ring of fire situation. Yikes. Elizabeth Taylor? <laughs> Liz Taylor is correct. Who wasn't married to Elizabeth Taylor? Oh, uh, that's also, we could ask that, but I'll do that next. That's the rabbit hole. Anybody else you can think of he was married to? He's married to three famous people. And Margaret. Uh, not Anne Margaret. Amazingly, Princess but Margaret. someone very much like Anne Margaret. Sophia Loren. Margaret Atwood. Um, nope. 
<laughs> All right. So it's Debbie Reynolds, Elizabeth Taylor, and Connie Stevens. Uh, what about uh, we already had Carrie Fisher's off the board? Do you know any of the other children of uh, Eddie Fisher? Oh, I should. At least uh, one. Who the Children of Eddie Fisher was a terrible sequel to The Friends <laughs> of Eddie Coyle. I thought that was the uh, one after uh, the courtship of Eddie's father. Then you have the yeah. Children of Eddie Fisher. No, that was the Eddie Fisher King. Eddie Fisher King. Oh. Now that's the name of the theme song to uh, the Andrew Griffith show. Ah. Oh. Hmm. oh. Nope. All right. So uh, Jolie Fisher was the one I thought might come up because she. Oh, been, Jolie you know, Fisher. I know. Yeah, you don't yeah, think it's yeah. she's got the same name, and you're like, is she the related person? Uh, yeah. So Debbie Reynolds was uh, Carrie Fisher's mother. All right. Uh, let's see here. Um, I have, for some reason, I kept up an entry for Robert Ferguson, a nuclear-trained physicist and 60-year veteran in the field of nuclear energy. Uh, oh, I know why I asked about this. Can anyone tell me what, uh, here we go, some West Coast love, Monty. What uh, What was the, whoops, WPPSS situation in uh, our fair state of Washington? Remember whoops in 1980? Nope. It's an abbreviation. Uh, you you broke something? the containers of uranium that you guys store. No. All right. Washington plutonium, plutonium production system. No, you don't need to tell me the abbreviation. That's okay. I'm just saying. Oh. Do you remember the detail? Like, what was the situation? Uh, that was a guy who was on the Jersey Shore. <laughs> uh, Mount St. Helens accidentally <laughs> blew up a. Uh, no, that was in 1982. Power These all are right. all. That's right. We got that so, guess who came up last okay, night. Okay, so I know there's there there was a nuclear thing. Uh, sure. in southeastern Washington, um, where yeah, that was the test facility. it was designated as like an official like waste place, but it still hasn't been finished being made. Like everyone's supposed to take their waste, their nuclear waste there, but it. Well, that didn't. was one of the Washington was one of the first two places where they developed the uranium for the atomic bombs. That in Ten- Oak Ridge, Tennessee, I want to say, um, wasn't it like Hanford or right. Washington? I'm, I'm gonna give people various points. So the the situation is that <laughs> Hanford is where there's a nuclear reservation that's still got a lot of storage stuff. The whoops was the Washington Public Power Supply System. I read a book about this. Someone pointed out to me a book about electricity generation in the 1980s, and it was super exciting, strangely. And it was about the massive failure. These consultants went around and told all these uh, cities and states that they should all build a ton of nuclear power plants because conservation wasn't going to work, and we needed, like, huge amounts more electricity. And it was this massive um, building thing that cost billions of dollars and nearly destroyed the uh, Northwest economy. Yay! Whoops! And it was called Whoops! Great abbreviation! Whoops! Uh, But uh, Hanford Nuclear Reservation uh, is still operating and uh so kathy may give you four points for that and dan one for some details around it nuclear weapons aren't they fun Yay. uh santa no, maria hang on hang on what's that you just jumped from nuclear power to nuclear weapons i don't think that's fair oh well no there's nuclear I don't know. apparently iran's trying to do the same thing hey <laughs> <laughs> i was dan noted Highly humor dan noted that some of the material used to develop in the nuclear weapon program in world war ii there was a connection to hanford for that Nuclear power does not that cause... That still does not seem like a justification for slagging nuclear power just because some of it I gets agree. used for weapons. I agree. My brother and sister the... work in a nuclear power plant in Arizona. I go nuclear power. Uh-oh. Don't at me. I, I had no idea this show would devolve into a <laughs> pro-nuclear power situation. Well, you went off on one of your signature rants. My rants. I know. Batman is not the world's greatest detective. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Now I'm stealing from you. Now I'm stealing from you. Uh, at this juncture where we're, uh, let's say we're about two-thirds of the way through, shall we? Uh, Dan has 43. Monty has 42. Brian, 13, tied with Kathy for 13. This arbitrary, this arbitrary, squ- this arbitrary square system I came up with Ow. is working well. <laughs> well, it's working. Uh, Santa Maria di Loreto. It- Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it? really. Is it? Is I'm not it? sensing. I don't know. It you won last night. In so my favor this time. It is kind of random. We'll see. There's still there's still room to grow here. <laughs> uh, Santa Maria di Loreto is a 16th century church in Rome. It's located just across the street from something that's vastly more famous than this thing. I've never heard. The of. Vatican. My Vatican. Life. The no. Duomo. It's uh, I mean, no. These are. Oh my gosh. These are great questions. Saint Peter's a, Basilica. Oh my gosh. Those, those are all people, in Vatican City, not Rome. What's that? It's in it's in Rome, not Vatican City. That's correct. Right. It's uh, near the. But it could still be across the street but it's yeah, to but the, the Vatican. Vatican is also it in Rome. It could be across so. the street from the Vatican City. <laughs> it's not going to be across the street from St. Peter's Basilica, which that would is be, more in the center. It's a big yeah, thing. so one street. So this is a, uh, how big the street is. The thing it's There's across from. Wall. The thing it's across hey, from. Hey, let talk. Is deeply. <laughs> let, I demand control of my show. That's a great order. The thing that it's across the street from is a. Uh, uh, this is such a Glenn thing. It's a very famous thing in the history of the development Coliseum. of type and typography. Oh, oh uh, Gutenberg and his uh, printing press Gutenberg, thing. in fact, lives. He's still alive, and he lives in a shop across <laughs> from the church. That's correct. Thank you. Uh, Brian, I'll give you a point for that. Uh, absurdity. Uh, it's, a, it's a column. Does anyone know whose column it is? Oh. Hadrian's? Um, not Hadrian's. Okay. All the good um, Cleopatra's. Not Nelson, either. Oh, oh wait. Ionics. It's uh, Shoot. Oh, God, so many columns it. in I've this I've been city. there. <laughs> Me so too. Many columns. There are columns everywhere. There are a lot of columns. I'm going to agree with Monty on this one. It's the, uh, <laughs> right? It's uh, Trajan's column. And uh, the reason we have the typeface Trajan, uh, but also uh, the kind of capital letters we have uh, and other alphabets come from that in the Roman tradition. I like that font. You know what other oh, font yeah, that's they a cool have column, in that actually. city right that? now, What's Glenn? That? What's that? Uh, New Roman. New Roman. That's the sign of the times. It's the Oh, you beat me to it. I was going to say. Well, if we went to Egypt, we'd have papyrus, and uh, then we'd have to watch that video again. Link in the show so notes. So funny. Uh, here's something I never heard of, and I'm fascinated to see. We, play, we played a game uh, in the test match uh, where Kathy immediately said, uh, Kathy, what was the one It was like the knock and run away game? Oh, Ding Dong Ditch. Yeah, never heard of this. Anybody else heard of Ding Dong Ditch? Yeah. yeah. yeah yes. Where you ring the doorbell and run Whoa, away? Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew the Glenn, act- if you look... If you look around the table and you don't know who's being ding-dong ditched, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Do not call for whom the ding-dong ditches. It calls for thee. Uh, I was. Uh, I knew that the act of it, I knew it was a thing, but it has like 40 different names, and that's one of them. Uh, so here's the thing. This is apparently a, uh, a uh, parable that uh, has a, uh, a long history, and it's one of the titles or the sort of composite title is The Trees and the Bramble. Does anyone know any of the elements of this story in other traditions? It's apparently in Aesop's Fables. Uh, it's is it a, the Briar Patch story? It is not the Briar. Uh, no, but doesn't that sound? Um, it yeah. sounds familiar, right? It's You'd the tortoise and the hare. It's the lion and the mouse. It's the fr- first season of Angel. Uh, it's <laughs> tur- <laughs> the tortoise and the hare. No, it doesn't involve any animals. Is the weird part? No. What? And it's an Aesop's. I don't. I believe know. Is this the story of? Trees, the uh, Monty. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you a couple points for that because it's the the oak and the reed, the fir and the bramble, and oh, the Aesop's the oak. Aesop's fables. It's a pomegranate and an apple tree debating which is the most beautiful. I have never oh. heard of this thing. Ha! Huh. This is great. 
but I love it. Well, now I need to refresh my Aesop's fabling. Just hit uh, reload Aesop and uh, yeah, so preachy. Uh, Don Jackson <laughs> Blattner has an entry because she has been hailed as Chicago's top dietitian and one of the best nutritionists in the country. She did not play for this, pay for this appearance, but I just thought this is the kind of thing that's delightful to see a show. All right, all right, we have a question here that's very incomparable related. Uh, it involves uh, Zeppelin. Yeah. All right, Kathy. Oh. <laughs> just gonna, <laughs> just gonna give you some points for that. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so the. Uh, <laughs> Just going to move on from there. The question was related to the Zeppelin Lindau uh, Riesenflugzeug Eins. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, that, was, that was difficult. Uh, let's see. So uh, David Talbot wrote a history book. He's a best-selling author. Capture the dark history of San Francisco from the 1960s to the 1980s. What was the title of the book? It came out just a few years ago, 2012. It's about the summer the of love and the aftermath. The incomparable San Francisco. Uh, I think we're having a the Chicago Fire. The Summer of Greed. <laughs> Season of the Witch, of all things, which I huh. think of as being something mm. else. Yeah. Uh, That's certainly not the witchiest time in San Francisco history. No, well, which witch? That's very odd. I think the title is a little odd there. It's best selling. We should have read it because we all read best selling books, all of us. Uh, who uh-huh. wrote, which Greek writer wrote the Oresteia, a trilogy of tragedies? Aeschylus. There we go. Bing. I have to have like a bing for things like that. Uh, Can you name the plays in the trilogy? Yeah, there's the first one, second one, and third one. (laughs) That's very good. It has uh, the classic play, The Eumenides, or as actors say, Euripides, Eumenides. Euripides, yeah. (laughs) That's the only reason this question's in there. Uh, Name natural disasters. Go. Volcano. Hurricanes. Earthquake. Uh, Tornado. uh, Blizzard. Brian, are you there? Oil spill. <laughs> Oil spill. Yes. <laughs> uh, hurricane. Tsunami. Avalanche. Tornado. Uh, lightning sink- storm. Sinkhole. Forest a fire. Dragon uh, with <laughs> a Euripides. crown on each one. You <laughs> fell down a manhole. <laughs> All right. That's good. Berlin Wall coming down. I just like a category. It's called natural disasters. <laughs> and just list like every kind of disaster. Anything that happens according to your insurance company. That. Oh. <laughs> Well, nothing that happens according to your insurance. Co- oh, no, I see what you're saying. That's exactly it. Uh, lacrosse in the United States, I felt, was too broad a category. Uh, the Washington Initiative 912 um, is a uh, significant Washington State initiative introduced. In, uh, it's going to go as part of the uh, 2018 package. It's something that a lot of states are considering after the 2016 elections. What might states be considering as something they would do to change their election process that affects national candidates? Representative Requiring electors uh, to electoral vote according col- to the vote. No, electoral college great. splitting the vote of the electoral college. Nope, great answer. But Getting yeah. rid of any sort of uh, voter registration things. Also great, but uh, not something anti-gerrymandering. Stupid to, nope. Something stupid uh, to do with taxes because it's one of those stupid Tim Amon. Man, we allowing did. no one oh. can vote. Something to do with taxes, Monty. <laughs> what to do? With I that? said something to oh. do with taxes because it's a Tim Amon one. I'm going to give you a point for that, but that's not the exact okay. one. Can anyone meant figure out what the using a Twitter poll for elections? These are all. I think we should introduce Ooh, different elections. voting method using like board account ranked voting. Uh, oh yeah, like uh, first past post. Paying for the postage, so when we vote by mail, we don't have to come up with a stamp. Hey, I don't have to come up with a stamp when I vote she by mail. Oregon, because Oregon it's is all, better. 
this you is amazing. These are all fantastic too. ideas, and I think we should all run for office so we can implement them. This is nope, nope, bad idea. None of us have my vote, including Br- myself. Bree <laughs> right. no, I... has taken the hit for the incomparable team on the running for national office thing. This is an initiative yes. that would require candidates for the office of U.S. president to release their personal federal income tax turns and business oh. tax returns. Oh, right. to one. But you all came up with wonderful ideas. I'm giving everyone points for that because those are great ideas and democracy is a wonderful thing. Um, unless I say otherwise. Is it... It's uh maybe. Uh, <laughs> See, you take a political side, which is, I think, how the show gets political. <laughs> there's nothing political about it. I, I, I neither affirm nor deny the primacy of democracy. There we go. Uh, okay. A song that is burned in the brains of anyone alive in the 1970s. Sorry, Brian, but I think you might know Happy this Happy birthday. It's Free a to song. be you and me. It's a, no, wait. <laughs> so, I got Joe, you, babe. Joe Walsh, Glenn Fry, Don Henley. It's from their song, the album Hotel California. I'll give you other points Ho- if you Hotel mention. California. Well, Left in the fast lane. New kid in town. Oh, Brian got it. I'm giving you ten points for that. Wait, that, what was it? I didn't Life in the fast Life lane. Life in the fast lane. <clears throat> oh. Because it was like reading. You know, there was nothing particularly wonderful about that. But this is the music I grew up on, Glenn. Even though I was not alive then, this music is in my brain. I thought, my first BBS was called Hotel California. Uh, they had a fun thing where sometimes when you tried to log out, it would just say you can check out anytime you want, but you can never leave. And you'd have to unplug your modem. <laughs> oh. So I've listened to the and album would... Hotel California a million times. A million times. It was a cursed nice. website, or a cursed BBS, by the way. If okay. the song came on the radio while you were on it, you were doomed to die. <laughs> oh. oh, so it was the... As opposed uh, right. to everyone else who was immortal. Was what, what? The, that uh, Japanese movie, right? About you watch the uh, videotape and then you die. This was the if you were logged the in. The ring. Yeah, that was uh, Battle Royale. Nope, uh, just making stuff up now. <laughs> the Ring, directed by ring. Uh, Gore Verbinski in America, but directed by somebody else in Japan. I'm you extra Couldn't watch points. it. It was too gory. Too gory? What? Gore Verbinski. Yeah, Monty got it. It's fine. Oh, we'll go. oh, oh Gore Verbinski. <laughs> that is one of the really good U.S. versions of a foreign uh, movie, though. Yeah. It is, yeah. I'd say the best. It's one of hmm, the few horror claim. movies I've ever watched. The Ring. We need a it's ring better podcast. than The Grudge, Monty. I, I'm not I saying like, it's not better I than The Grudge. I feel like this show is not ready to make the ring. We've gone off the tracks, but speaking of we all the tracks. We have all gone down the rabbit hole. Speaking of all the tracks. Monty, let's go down a different rabbit hole. So there's a, I'm looking at a picture of a guy. That's actually, say off the tracks, I'm looking at a picture of a gentleman dressed as a uh, railway railway porter. Uh, as That as is a, between you and your significant other, Glenn. Eddie Rochester Anderson. So there's, oh, it's pretty good. There's an actor. I don't know how well he is known. I'd never heard his name before. He was in 100 films in his acting career. He lived from 1893 to 1947, uh, and he appeared in uh, a number of, uh, he was in the rep, sort of repertory company of a very well-known director whose career never quite went where it might have been, and I'm looking at him in a in a Pullman outfit right now. Can you imagine who that director might be that he appeared in? Orson Welles. How John Roach? Ford. All good guesses. Bob Saget. The actor's name is Charles R. Moore. Huh. Not that that would help. Howard Hughes. Oh, uh, mm. What's his name? Uh, Birth of a Nation. D.W. Griffiths. Uh, no, 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 no. Yep. Not that way. Not that direction. No, 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 no. Sorry. Charles Armour is an African-American gentleman. Uh, unlikely to be in that film. Well, it only is on the wrong side of that. Uh, I was thinking of Preston Sturgis, uh, which oh. he was apparently in six of Sturgis's films. So I don't know how well known he was, but somebody who obviously should be known. The Grammy Award is given at times... <laughs> 
Is it? At times it is awarded. <laughs> yep, true. Is this to, a true or false question? Uh, true. The best spoken word album for children. This has been true since. Uh, Free to be you and me. I already said this. 1994. <laughs> no, that predates it. That's Only all, been. All. There were songs. Monty, there were songs on that. This is. Um, and narration. Leonard Nimoy. This is spoken best spoken word, word album for children established. Uh, yes, in 1994 was the first uh, year it was given. Can you name any? Obama. Shelley Duvall. LeVar Burton. Uh, no, it's a lot of interesting people. There are a lot of people you would expect to be on the list because they do a lot of spoken word stuff. And then other people you might not expect, but you might know them from other forms of media you enjoy that relate to science fiction and uh, fantasy. Uh, Leonard Nimoy, William Shatner, George Carlin or Ringo Starr, maybe for a Thomas the Tank Engine deal. This is amazing. No, none of the spoken word album album. They could have done a spoken word album. It's true. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. He's on the mm. list for oh. Prok- Prokofiev's Peter and the Thank Wolf. you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. Harder category was <laughs> Audrey Hepburn won the, uh, was received the award the first time, but it's people like Charles Kuralt, Jim Dale. I was wondering if he might oh. come up because of that. Mm. And uh, sure, Jimmy that Andrews. Interesting. Interestingly. Uh, we're coming towards a close, I think, of the show. We're going to do a few more here. I will bypass the United States presidential election, Arkansas 2000. Thank possibly. you. A little yeah. too specific. Bill uh, Clinton. This, uh, <laughs> you would hope, in 2000. Yeah. Um, so nominated. I, uh, I didn't vote in that election. Too gory. This is a delicious uh, pasta. Uh, <laughs> delicious. Uh, <laughs> You gotta let him age. Okay, so ben, this your threshold for too gory is dangerously low. <laughs> uh, so this illustrator I lived in Al Gore. This illustrator lived in Cape Cod and drew uh, uh, pictures Edward of gory. children suffering. Oh, wait a minute. That's, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm on top of you, Glenn. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was waiting for. It. All right. So this is a dish, a pasta dish made with a kind of alcohol. Heavy cream, crushed tomatoes, onions, sometimes sausage, pancetta, or peas. What might the dish be called or, or the alcohol involved? Saltimbaco. Penne ale vodka. Seldom. Yes. Ben, 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 ben. Uh, f- Give me points for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to explain why. Marsala. I'm not going to explain why dried cat is a thing. This does not seem <laughs> good. Uh, again, I need Anshe Tomic on to discuss Tropinovic, a Slovene variation of pomace brandy. Uh, but can you think this is a, a spirit made out of the grapes remaining in the wine press after the expression of grape juice? So this is true in many, many cultures uh, have this. Can you name another kind of uh, pomace brandy, the, uh, the sort of the bottom of the barrel uh, thing you turn into something you drink that's usually really, really hard to drink because it's really strong? Port. Bruno? Moonshine. What was it? Bruno? Also, Pruno is what Pruno. I said. I think that's what uh, prison wine is I'm called. I'm going to give you... A point for U- that because that's Uzo. A good... No, Uzo is uh, no, but close. Vermouth. Nope. <laughs> Take that, Vermouth. You burnt <laughs> Campari. <laughs> yeah, it was a certain name in fortified wines. Think about something. Is there something you've drunk that you went, "Oh my God, oh. how do people drink this on a regular basis?" Many things. Ports. Beer, but <laughs> <Is it> beer, <laughs> gin. Are you looking <laughs> for beer? No, grappa. Madeira. Have you ever had grappa? Any of you? Grappa. I'm sorry, oh. it's a personal question. Nope, because I'm not crazy. Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. That's why I thought that was a hint. The Things you can't understand that people even... I apparently wiped it out of my memory until drink. just this moment. It's some people, you get to develop a... Uh, a uh, <laughs> develop something for it. Uh, we'll skip Lee Phelps. Ooh, I know, Frank Grappa uh, right. directed His Wonderful Life. That's right. You get a point for that. Uh, so, uh, Lee Phelps, I'll skip him. He appeared in 600 films. 
between 1917 and 1953, including You Can't Take It With You. Uh, what uh, defines geosynchronous orbit? It stays this in the same place. Stays, yeah, it's directly the same place. equidistant because it's rotating. Their the orbits Earth are synchronized. Yeah, Geology. 24 hours Ge- per orbit. Yes, it's directly right. overhead all the time. Correct. Fixed it position is sky to ground observers. <laughs> it's synchronized. Which one of well, there's geostationary, the and then there's geosynchronous equatorial orbit, but I'll give it to you. Slightly it stays different. above a geometro all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, here's a, it's a slightly obscure, unlike everything else. <laughs> oh, yes, of oh, course. Oh, finally, some unlike obscure stuff. the rest of them. <laughs> Uh, no, I think we'll skip this. It was about conscientious objector status, but I think it's it's no way to pull it out here. I do object to it. Thank you. Please move on. I consciously object. Uh, Ooh, Hacksaw Ridge, many, that movie. <laughs> many people have... Uh, I wonder... Okay, so these may not uh, have a feeling about these. Let's see. All right. Many people have resigned on the air, like broadcasters and so forth. Can you name any famous on-the-air resignations? Peter Finch. That's, oh, that's uh, fictional, but I think you should get a point for it. Um, Judd Hirsch's character on Studio Six. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for that too. That's good as well. It's fictional, but I mean, uh, the character on the newsroom. Uh, what's his face? Oh, uh, Jeff Daniels. Yes. Oh my gosh. Will... All right. They're all fictional. I think the uh, I think the famous one was uh, Edward Jack R. R. Murrow. Jack Ooh, F it. We'll do it live. We'll that guy. Oh, you're right, Jack. That's Parr. Bill Riley. He's still on. Yes. That's right. Oh, oh, oops. Okay. <laughs> Actually, he's not on, but he didn't quit. They fired him. Yeah, Jack Carr threw that tantrum because they wouldn't let him keep a uh, joke that had the punchline WC. Because that means water closet. You can't say that on television. That is As opposed to the other thing he said. Uh, Here's a last question. We made it through all the tabs. Here we go. Modern pentathlon. What are the events in it? Javelin, Uh, discus, uh, long jump, triple jump. And Biking. high jump. All right. Uh, now that, hang no. on, hang on. Don't, don't no, no, that's not rush right to tell us. Don't, <laughs> Glenn, we haven't all answered <laughs> yet. And I know the Shut answer. Up. All right. Uh, the modern pentathlon, the rules were set because they are what a gentleman in the 1880s would need to escape from being captured behind enemy lines. So it's, I'm pretty sure running is in there, but then there's fencing and shooting. I know shooting for certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, then swimming and... A horseback riding one. I can't remember whether it's dressage or steeplechase, but I'm going to say steeplechase. Probably steeplechase, yeah. yeah. Dressage is the the dancing one. (laughs) Dressage is really key for escaping. It's it's fencing, 200-meter freestyle swimming. (laughs) I love the... Show jumping, (laughs) and then this seems unfair to me. It's a pentathlon, and there's a... There's a biathlon in the middle of it. The final event is a combined event of pistol shooting and a 3,200-meter cross-country run. So you're running and just shooting at people. It's terrible. I like the idea no, that you, you do run it. from station to station, all and right. the goal is to control your heartbeat at each station. I see. So yeah. can be, I like that you combined. do all of that, and at the end, you make your horse dance. I shall distract you with my beautiful horse dancing. Yeah, the pentathlon is the best pentathlon. It's very interesting. The illustration of it. as opposed to, like, the antiquated pentathlon? Yeah, no, the antiquated one is the one with the javelin and shotgun. Oh, that's no, what we're thinking of. That's what you got. The illustration of the modern pentathlon has a logo. Is rather, it's like trying to bring all these concepts to mind with five little people doing things in outline. Uh, uh, folks, oh, oh, you, and you uh, want to know something else about the modern pentathlon? Sure. Do I? They use laser guns now. What? Oh, oh that smart. makes sense. That makes sense. That's awesome. 
I'll set phasers from stun to win. I've got a new hobby. What is that? Patathlon. It's the patathlon. Oh, duh. That's kind of an all-encompassing life goal, but sure, you can do it as a hobby if you want. Yeah. Uh, it's just that good. Um, folks, you have been great panelists. You made it through the first iteration of this show. I, I thought it might be a disaster, and yet uh maybe it was we'll see story story checks <laughs> out we'll see uh so the score uh let's go from the from the uh bottom to the top sorry kathy with 24 yep but you made a big comeback there later uh yay brian, yeah i got 11 points since we last did a point check brian with 32 monty with 60 but dan is our big winner tonight with 66 I take back everything. This show is brilliant. Exactly. How many points did I get again? knowing everything about the modern pentathlon? You got five eight points because Dan got some stuff out first. That was my. You knew almost. You almost almost everything, but not everything. You knew extra things. Uh, so I'd like to thank the panelists for for trying out this new idea. We'll see if it ever happens again. Uh, we'll find out what they. You know, we'll f- see what they tell their friends about this show, and if anybody. Yeah. Anyway, likes the. I like to think of this as with all of the, um, uh, the, the, with none of the quality and deliberation that goes into Trivial Pursuit, but all of the enjoyment of it, um, because we know Agreed. how great Trivial Pursuit uh, questions are. It's Kathy, thank you for being on. Monty, Dan, and Brian, thank you all for being here. Thanks, Glenn. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for helping testing this idea. And folks who are listening, thank you for listening to the inaugural episode of Click Through. Uh, There may be more. We'll see. You'll have to click through at theincomparable.com to find out. I'm Glenn Fleischman, and uh, look for me back in this channel, ruining game shows made by other people.